everything you say. <laughs> or eating, look at um, that's me. And it'll track whoever is speaking. So if I start talking, it's going to switch. Yep, it's going to switch over to me. These are called an owl. It uses, it has a 360 camera and microphones, and it uses the microphone to figure out where the camera goes to focus. Um, and it's what we use for our hybrid meetings. They work pretty well. You can also take. Like if I wasn't super happy that it's cutting off the top of my head, I can go to an app on my phone and take control of the camera via my phone and change where the camera goes and make it go where I want it to go instead of where it's auto sensing. Or you could just lower your Ginger, the city's going to look into getting some of this high tech equipment. Oh, I think we should have something like that where it says like track. Like, I've never noticed the tracking to the voices. I know there yeah. used to be able to change to various people, but now it just seems to be distance all the time. For the city council, we need to see. Yeah, it might just be in the other smaller rooms. Okay. So does it stay on the screen? It will until it starts to see, until someone, someone else, else starts, starts talking, talking or it picks up noise. So if you don't want to be on camera all night, just keep your mouth shut. Oh, well, you're going to make like you're not here? Yeah. This way, if I need to, I don't have to get up and go to that computer. I think it's just yeah. because your background is like you Yeah, your virtual background. Yeah, you weren't uh, here at the beginning of COVID. Pretty much every meeting I went into, I had a different background. So I started with sitcoms. And did different sitcoms. So it was always a thing in like our department head meetings, like the first person that could guess what sitcom I was in. Got props, I mean, they didn't win anything. But <laughs> it was something to add a little humor when it was really stressful. Hello. Hi, Pete. snowy out there. Is that what that is? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> did anyone come from the north? No. You're doing it. Pretty good. Yes, Well, hopefully someone will be here. Nita did reply that she is going to attend. That's why I know, that's why I know yeah. how the city yes. cameras look at least on television. That's funny. Every time Kathy calls, it has a yeah, yeah, that changes. It's the same with my I'm sure there's some way to do it. Yeah, it's the same. My husband is Kathy. If you have if you have her number plugged into your phone, then it will show her name. Okay. Yeah. So you said Nita is going to attend virtually. Mm -hmm. Yep. Said two old names only. Mm -hmm. um, we have the at large commissioner district number three, and then the Oak Creek Fitzburg. Oh, how are 
pretty good. Good. Hey, Meg. Did you come to reacquaint yourself with this process? Or? <laughs> I didn't forget. Oh. Is this a speaker? It is. That is the camera and the speaker. Okay. Hi, Nita. <laughs> Oh, looks like you're on mute. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes, we can. All right, excellent. We are just eating pizza right now, so we haven't actually started. We'll give it probably another five or 10 minutes for everybody else to get here. That sounds great. So yeah, Peter, I was telling them these are our OWL devices. Yes. So it's a camera and a microphone all in one. Okay. So the microphone picks up your voices and shows the camera where to go. And it does oh. it automatically. So we've been using them for hybrid commissioner meetings. Mm -hmm. um, and it works pretty good. I am Jen. I am the admin assistant in the commissioner's office. Okay, Jen, nice to meet you. I'm Pete with it. Nice to meet you, sir. We'll do a little intro when we get started. Jen's the new Deanna. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's not the new Deanna anymore. <laughs> it's the moment. When we haven't gotten Oh, we got lucky. We, we missed this storm by one day. Yeah. We just got back. Yeah, we got back. Yeah. Yeah. It was okay. It was like 40 at night and 70 at night. So it was like right, riding in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was pretty good. Yeah. We did the whole week. Four days. Four days. Three nights. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, there was about as good as it gets as far as conditions come. She's I remember one time we were out there, it was really bad. It was 100 degrees. You know, I find it. Working out okay this time. We have four people on the trip and what's going on before. And they were asking me, like, right, how did this compare to others? Well, it mostly depends on. Were you rehearsed? I was hurt. Yeah. That was like, you're just in Other times. Oh, other times. Yeah, but we've been there. Yeah. But I think it's Yeah, because their first time, so we don't know.
Kendra, are we expecting any other people to come? I think so. We'll wait a couple more minutes. Hi. Hi there. You. I'm Kendra. Kendra, I'm Michelle. Nice to meet you. Welcome. We'll have everybody go around and do some introductions later. This is your new mock This is our So grab some pizza, pop, have a seat at the table. Oh, great. Oh, she's in our group? Michelle's she was on the the Hi, Michelle. My name is Pete Wither. Welcome aboard. Any relation to the Wither cabin? Yeah, that was my grandfather's. Oh, okay. Are you from North Rock? Yeah. Right, right. right on. Welcome. I actually am. Uh, Jen, there's your person. I'm the newly appointed president of the Historical Society. Oh, you are? I took over from George. Oh, that's great to hear. Hi, she and I are very close. Sorry. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. Brian Hasselback is on this board for quite a few years. What's that? Brian Hasselback is on this board for several years. And yeah, sure, that's all good. Oh, I know you too. <laughs> Sorry. Small town. Yeah. You run into everybody. <laughs> Okay, why don't we go ahead and get started? This is the Museum and Heritage Fund Advisory Board meeting, October 26, 2021. And the first is a call to order. And we'll call this out with you, Michelle. Just go around. Michelle Stoker. Jim Peterson, Pete Weather, Mike, <coughs> Mike Lewis, Dylan Bonfield, and Jen Parent. Okay, and now with the next item is the uh, consideration and approval of the May 4th minutes of the Museum and Heritage Fund Board meeting. And those were sent out uh, via email. And I'm assuming, I'm assuming everybody had a chance to look at those. And do you have anything on that, Jim? I have one typo, but that's it. Okay. Um, you want to try to locate it now? Um, yeah, if you want to tell me where it is, we can just get it into the minutes and then I can make the changes. It would be in the last paragraph of the uh, third page. And the report says it's page 2111.
seventh line down. Barn. Rather than barred. Otherwise, I'll make a motion to approve the uh, minutes. Okay, we have a motion to approve. Is there a second? I'll second it. Ellen has seconded. All in favor say yes. 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 Okay. Next on the agenda is public comment. Don't see that we have any public comment, so we'll move on to old business. So we're going to review the grant status of past projects. And the first will be the Historical Society of Oak, Oak Creek and on the arch, archive support. So that'll be you, Nita. You're muted. You're still muted. We can't hear you. She's, yeah, it looks like she's trying and has a circle of death. <laughs> I was that what that means. Duly noted. All right, we'll uh, we'll move on to hmm. Oak Creek. Shall we for Nita? Yeah. Can you find your mute button, Nita? There you go. Okay, now I'm off. Here we go. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you now. Good deal. Um, I have two grants with you guys. Um, I guess I'll give a little bit of background. I sent out the um, update. I think all of you got it. Anyway, um, we had some repairs on the museum, um, kind of some hardships right during COVID, and it's still continuing. Our museum roof had a leak in it and the town was supposed to take care of it and it hasn't happened yet. Um, we are scheduled for a temporary patch uh, next week. So that's good news. That was more recent than what was in the update. Um, most of our archives are in the museum part of the, are in the front part of the museum and a lot of our storage has been moved around. Uh, thus, uh, one of the reasons I didn't use the first grant on archival storage for the $800 was because we had no place to put some of those archival boxes at this point. And I'm hoping that the board will be able to extend that grant and hopefully next year we'll be in a position that we can have some of that uh, storage space open back up. So that's the first one for the $800. And the other grant that we have out is the Coal Miners Bucket Park Landscaping Project. And our request from you was $7,589. And I was in the process of getting all the paperwork turned in so that that can be completed. So I don't know what submittals I still have yet to submit on that, but basically that is done. Um, the last month and a half, we've been working on that landscaping project. We'll still have some stuff in the spring, but it doesn't affect this grant. And hopefully we'll have a open house about Labor Day weekend next year, 2022. 
Are there any questions on what I've submitted? No, no, no. Do we need to do an extension on the 2018s? It's beyond the two years, and I don't know that we've extended it before this one. You know, I don't, I don't think we did any type of extension last year either. I think we ought to do an extension. Yeah, I, yeah I this one I think we should. Yeah. Extend it for another year. Does that give you enough time to process yeah. and do this other year? Okay. Yeah, I, I think it will be. Plus, we've also, um, we have some storage in the dance studio. Um, the former dance studio, um, it just recently sold to the uh, library district. And so the Oak Creek Library is there and we'll continue with storage. We just signed the lease, well, about the two weeks ago. Um, so we're still in that storage space, but until while that was up in the air, I wasn't about to <laughs> add anything else to the storage till we knew for sure if our lease was gonna be extended. Well, I move that we extend the Oak Creek grant for archival storage for another year. I'll second that. Okay, so that'll be the end of 22? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'll second 2022. Is there any other further discussion or questions? All in favor say yes. 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 Okay, that passes. So you've been extended. All right. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate your time and yeah, your support. Okay. Um, no. And then we do have an update from HRC. Let's do that. So Meg, you wanna give us the update on HRC? Sure. Um, so I just kind of wanted you guys to know that HRC in this interim time period is in very capable hands, <laughs> which might be kind of debatable. But um, I will be the interim executive director until the end of the year. I just started about a month ago. So um, I just provided this at the last minute. You keep emphasizing that interim. <laughs> Are they going to make you permanent? Interim is a nice word. <laughs> um, okay, so we have a sponsored grant for the Steamboat Mountain School, and that is to move the Selby House to the um, Steamboat Mountain School Strawberry Park grounds. So the building has been moved, and they're just waiting on the contractor to start foundation work. So that is in motion. Um, the second sponsored one we have is for Perry Mansfield. That was for some structural work that is done. And I just need to close the grain out and submit the forms and such. So that we'll be seeing that within the next couple of weeks. Um, so the one that we're respectfully asking for an extension is the historic designation grant. Um, we received that in October, 2019. And our goal is to get 10 to 12 properties to the historic register. So it kind of looks like we haven't made a ton of progress, but it, we really have. Um, there's two that have been added to the nomination, St. Paul's, and also 351 8th Street, that's Linda Nolte, Linda Nolte's house, and that was added a couple weeks ago. 
to the register. And then we have a lot in motion, the Farwell Ditch, three cabins on the Perry Mansfield property, Fair Acres Ranch, the Utterback and Zimmerman houses, um, um, one of the former houses of the Mount Harris, our former Mount Harris home, and the Elkhead Community Center was just added to the Route County Register. I believe that was yesterday. Um, and we didn't write that one, but we do promote and publicize that and also present the bronze plaques for those properties. So our hope is that we can get a year extension. Um, so thank you so much for your consideration. And do y'all have any questions? This is just for an extension. It's not a renewal or the You'll be coming back to us. Well, if you want to. <laughs> I know we discussed it in extent, extensively two years ago while we were still there, I believe. But it might be maybe you already gone. Just a little bit. I've been gone for a while. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, this would be just to close, finish out what we started. You know, how, <clears throat> do you have any idea how much has been spent? That's a good question. Um, I guess maybe 3,000. And I know Emily's been using four different contractors to help. So with that, it'll be closed out. <coughs> um, on the Steamboat Mountain School. Mm -hmm. I know the building has been moved, but it's still sitting on the trailer by the road, or at least it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, is there any idea what the cost overlays are at this point? Because they've got to be. I'm assuming I that's, know, but I can find out. Okay. And that was a, I think a concern when we approved it, and they were going to have it ready for occupancy in September. Needless to say, that's going by pretty quick. Okay. <clears throat> and I know the county had extensive cost overruns, but that was the asbestos removal, which they wouldn't have to do anyway. Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious where. The mountain school stands, you know, with their budget because those are, I'm just assuming they're over. It basically looks like an update. Yeah. Yeah, I will contact the school and um, find out that. Okay. Let you guys know. <laughs> Any other questions? Discussions? Can you remind me what the Farwell Ditch program is? Um, again, I'm just kind of getting up to speed myself. Right. But um, that, I think it's a similar nomination to the Woodchuck Ditch. Mm -hmm. um, I know Emily has worked with Nolan Farwell, Rodney Farwell, 
Marge Beardley. Um, so and I, it's obviously a Round County Register nomination. Um, but the first draft was submitted and then people are reviewing it. Um, I can send a draft if you're interested. I do know that they want to get that on the historic register because it is an old bitch. And right. <coughs> Rodney uh, Farwell has been in touch with us for historic information. And we have provided what we have and then um, places that he can go to verify more. Yeah, and Emily actually put together the first draft. Okay. So the Farwells are reviewing it and Marge is reviewing it. Judy Zayner, is that? Um, so there's kind of a lot of people reviewing it. Go for it. So the Farwell ditch is a part of that whole mining community. And this ditch was discovered and it's the, the history is how it was used, the water and um, the process in which they mined up there. So it's been discovered. And um, again, the Farwell family really wants it to become a part of that history up there. Um, and so it's been a long process, like working with the forestry department. And um, yeah, so there are some thinking and plans um, in terms of perhaps turning it into a trail system in some way to go way back in there over mm -hmm. Farwell Mountain. So it does have significance with regard to the mining history up there. Cool. Sure. Any other discussion or questions? So you're asking for an extension on all of this? No, just oh yes, I am. I mean, not all the grants, but just the, the historic designation. designation. Yeah. Okay. Perry Mansfield's closing out in the mountain school was approved yeah. just this spring, so yeah. it still has life in that one. I'll make a motion to uh, extend the historic designation program for an additional additional year. They get the fall of 2022. Or tell us what it's for. The historic designation program. Yeah. Okay. I'll second. Second. Okay. Mike, second that. Any further discussion? All in favor say yes. 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 Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, now we go to new business. And that is the review of the capacity building grant applications and recommendations to the Board of County Commissioners. And first off is the Hayden Museum. Is um, Laurel here? Yep. Oh, here she is. Yeah, hi, Laurel. Before we get into that, I did neglect to put an item on the agenda that I'd like to add into new business wherever you guys want to do that. And that would be um, just a quick review of where you're at for financials. Um, I don't know if you want to do that before you go into the capacity building transfer. Why don't you do a quick one right now? Okay. Um, and I also have a note to let you guys know that um, I am going to be changing positions from the office manager for the BCC over to being the paralegal for the attorney's office in mid-November. Um, so we are looking at possibly having Jen taking over um, and then maybe having the new person who replaces me um, 
take over after that. We'll kind of see how the flow goes and the qualifications of who steps in and that type of thing. Um, so this is Jen Parent. She is the admin assistant for us for the BCC. Um, and then in the last two weeks, I have been doing a lot of in-depth reworking of the budget with our accounting department, um, really making sure that things are set where they should be, updating some spreadsheets that haven't been updated since 2011 um, to really understand where you guys are at with financials. Um, you have over $168,000 to grant out. So there's a lot of money in there. So I'm recommending um, that on the next cycle, um, yeah, that the next cycle that um, we encourage the museums to do some more advertising and outreach and um, get that money spent. So because you guys are sitting really, really well um, to be able to get some big projects done for the community. Well, I think it's really up to the museums and HRC to come in with requests. Yeah. And I think in Laurel, you might be able, or you or Nida might be able to confirm it. We've got a big budget in a big balance in there, I think, because the last 18 months, um, the museums have not had the volunteers or employees to pursue grants and to get them done. So hopefully there will be things coming in the future. I know Laurel always has more if she, wants, if she wants to do. I just don't know how much time she has to do it. Yeah, that's the only problem. Time. And getting to the same position. Well, first of all, congrats, congratulations on your, I don't know if it's a promotion, but your movement in the thank you. Well, that sounds like a good one. Yeah. Interesting for sure. Mm -hmm. And Jen, welcome to our meetings and we'll see you for a few i'm sure mm -hmm. uh, and so is there anything else you want to ask data son no that's it okay well, it sounds like a, a good time to be a museum entity in northwest colorado <laughs> so we'll, we'll go through the uh, hayden heritage center now with laurel so tell us about what you're thinking out here well, what we're putting in is for planning. Um, so we've been, uh, we did our HSA, Historical Structural Assessment, in 2017, and we've been doing, kind of crossing off all the little jobs that we could do. Um, we've done a number of things, such as the roof repair. Um, we redid, I don't know if you've been into the museum lately, um, but we took out a wall that was, We've restored the weight room back to its original. And um, so now we're getting to the point where it's stuff that we can't really do in-house. And um, we'd like to get plans in order to be able to bid out these, these um, issues that we have. One of them is our electric, um, which part of it, um, it's been done over the years, like piecemeal. Right. Um, and a lot of it is original, 1918. Wow. Um, so there are things like you can't run a microwave and a computer and a printer at the same time or half a page in the dark. Um, so we kind of want to start looking at rectifying some of that. Right. Um, another thing is the mechanical. Um, 
which I put pictures in there. Our heater, one of our heaters is in the middle of the display area. And they're getting old, 92, I think or 93, they're put in. And the other is regrading. So these are large things that we really want plans so that they're done correctly. Um, just because I have no idea how these things are done. So um, I learned a lot about construction documents and schematics are not the same. <laughs> if you want to irritate people, uh, throw those together. And so our thought was to come to you guys for part of this. Um, we put out for a couple of bids and um, our, we were going to go with Dennis Humphreys, who also did our HSA. And uh, we're going for half of you guys, and then we're going to go to State Historical for um, a portion of the other half. And then we have our monies as well. We're trying to stretch our money as far as we can. Um, COVID kind of knocked us back a little. And then the announcement of the closure of the power plant did not help right. anything nor did some of the political atmosphere. Um, so there's a lot of tenseness in the last couple of years, but we're still moving forward. I'm hoping that Moffat would be a part of this. Have you submitted the state historical grant? No, I, when I talked to Data, she said, um, because originally I was just gonna go this way, because the state historic, their max is 15,000 for a planning grant. So um, this, the total comes to 26,000 uh, before um, I put the 3% in. Um, so we're trying to figure out how to balance it. Um, and because the state has a lot of, um, it's not a competitive grant, but it's still competitive <laughs> because there's still people looking for money. So, um, if we get it approved through MOFAB, she said, uh, if I could get a letter from MOFAB stating how much we <coughs> MOFAB would be donating to the process, then um, submit that with her grant. And she's pretty sure that we will get a portion. Right. And the town is also giving us some support. They gave us a line item for the next couple of years oh. for capital projects, $2,500. Do a lot of writing for that, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, it's pretty straightforward. It's electrical, um, and as you can see from the pictures, I've had electricians look at our electrical and they just look at me and they almost cry. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty wonky having the heater in the middle of a display room. If I wait another 10 years, it will be a historical piece, but <laughs> it really is kind of a pain. And then, of course, the regrading. The reason why we're looking at getting that um, plans for that is because we're right up against the, um, the railroad track. So we have to kind of figure out a way of doing it in a manner that will drain the water away from the building. Because uh, that was a concern, you know, being a, a building built in 1918, 100 and some years old. It's kind of uh, flattened over time. That came up in our cap as well. Mm -hmm. We did a collection assessment. Uh, so, um, but these are the major things. 
And we were looking at putting in, we figure if we're gonna do something, we might as well move forward rather than just replacing a heater, go for the museum HVAC system uh, and kind of move forward. Sounds like a good idea to me. Does anybody have any questions for Laura? About this grant. She pretty much answered my question because I had written that question where the where the 13 balance thousand balance is coming from because I knew that would be a lot for you. Yeah. Um, can we make this like we have a lot of them subject to the state historic grant being received or other funds? Yeah, well obtain? That would probably be, yeah, because that was where I was like, okay, how do I balance this? Well, they said they would give us this, if you give us that. So it, it's going to be up in the air, but I think it should, data was pretty positive about it, um, that we could get $11,302 is what we're going to the state store fund. So we we're putting in $2,500. But we were going to cover this. We have been very conservative with our funds. So we were going to um, get a portion from the state at the beginning and then um, cover it until um, Dennis Humphreys was assured me that we could get it done by July and then get it re the majority reimbursed, that that would be okay financially for us. Um, it's something that I think we really need and I think it would make it a lot easier for getting bids on this work mm -hmm. and if we know that it can, it's all drawn out this is what we want otherwise sometimes it's a little wonky i don't have that construction ease people just kind of look at me and i work in a hardware store too but everything's a thing of a bobbit you know and it's all on aisle 11 by the way <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Any other questions? Discussion items? Motions? I'll make a motion that we approve the uh, grant request of the Hayden Historic Grant Request for 13,802 subject to the getting the balance, the balance or the matching amount through state historic or some other grant or funding procedure. Second that. So that that works what your plan is, correct? Yes. Yeah. And um Gata asked if um I could attach a letter if mock up because I think it still has to go through the commissioner. Correct. Um, when we get a, a letter stating that, um, so I can attach it. It takes it's a thirty day turnaround for the state historical fund. Right. So, and I don't we normally get to the commissioner sometime in November on these issues, Kendra? Um. Yeah. So what we typically do is it would be two weeks out from today, so we'd be looking at November 9th. Mm -hmm. If that worked for you guys to do presentations yeah. on that day. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All in favor of that motion, say yes. 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 Okay, that passes. And so we'll make that recommendation to the Board of County Commissioners. 
And if, if you want to be here on the ninth, I mean, Kendra will make sure that you're aware of the timing and everything. That would probably might be helpful. Okay. That sounds good. Thank Great. you. So Thank much. you. And I'll come up with other questions. <laughs> Once you get these plans done, I can already see a lot of yeah. project requests coming in. Yeah, well, it seems like a good time for that, right? Okay, now the Tread Pioneers, uh, City of Steamboat Springs Community House Restoration. We have Ginger here from the city. Come on up. Ginger's got it. Okay. Hello. Brian, come on up too. And then can you guys just introduce yourselves for the record? I'm Ginger Scott. I work with Brian's special projects at the city of Steamboat Springs. I am Brian Ashley. I'm the facilities manager for Steamboat Springs. And the uh, building you're talking about is what? So we are here to talk about the community house. Um, it is a building owned by the city of Steamboat Springs. It's located in Little Toots Park. Um, these are actually historic photos, so it looks a little bit different. It's changed a little over the years. Um, but yeah, fantastic. Um, so this building is listed on the local uh, Steamboat Springs Register of Historic Places as a historic resource. Um, the project we're here to talk about is a phase one restoration. So it would be uh, addressing critical and serious prioritized work on the community house. That would include completion of engineering and then site and foundation work uh, to stabilize the building, including concrete slab floor and prepare it for future restoration. Um, so the city did a historic structure assessment on, on the building in 2010, which outlined the deficiencies of the building. Um, we did some updated architectural drawings in 2019, which, um, you know, so that engineering needs to be finalized and will inform the project moving forward. Um, but we, so just some history of the building. It was built in 1921, so it's 100 years old. Um, it was originally built as a shelter for um, picnickers and campers during um, kind of a booming auto tourism industry time. So that the 1920s saw the construction of roadside parks, auto camping parks, picnic grounds, and motor courts for tourists nationwide. Um, the idea of the community house, um, I read in an article was brought about by a committee of Steamboat Springs women that wanted the building to be open to the public and used by campers um, and as a shelter for skiing parties during the, during the winter. Um, and just at like uh, available to be used by the townspeople and visitors um, as a benefit to the community. So um, the community house is, built in the rustic style, which has, it's characterized by the natural setting and use of native materials such as log and stone. Um, and it's a good local example of the early rustic style um, as it appeared in Western Colorado. It was also built um, by Ernest Campbell, which is a well-known local architect and builder who also constructed the Christian Science Society building on Oak Street. 
Um, the building was moved at some point, which we're thinking was prior to 1939, from its original location, which is where Dream Island is, um, to its current location at Little Toots Park. So some of the distinctive and architectural features have been removed over time, including there was a, a working fireplace. Um, but the city has applied for a state historical fund grant for this project that, if funded, would complete further restoration work, including the exterior facade, roof, doors, and windows, and restoring those elements that were removed over uh, over time, including fireplace, roof details, porch columns, and bracket details. Um, over the years, this building has been used as a community or family meeting space, city summer camps, and for special events like the Lions Club, Club Pancake Breakfast. But in the 1980s, due to ADA access and safety issues, the city closed the building to the public, and it's now used for storage for parks and recreation. So um, just if we don't get the state historical fund grant, but if we do have the assistance of this mop-up grant, we can do the phase one project that will stabilize the building and put us in a good place to move forward and apply for um, an, another grant in the future of the state historical fund to further do restoration. Um, and the plan is that once the building is completely restored, there would be um, more of a community benefit for the building and that we can um, look at either, so we haven't decided exactly how we're gonna use the building, but we're discussing, um, you know, having it publicly or for use by the public so people can preserve it for uh, picnics or uh, events, for use by other community events, um, possibly summer camp programs. And I know that Tread of Pioneers um, is on board with helping us with interpretation of the, of the building and would incorporate that into their historic walking tours. Um, so it would kind of hopefully become more of a community building. So the plan is to be able to have the public use it on occasion. Right. Which is important for this grant. Right. And I think it would just be a better use of the building as well oh, right now. It's, yeah. Um, but yeah, but we haven't exactly nailed down what, you know, how that would look. So, and, and I just one uh, quick question. Yeah. So the credit pioneers, you're going through them for their sponsorship, right. is that correct? Yes. And I see the Candace has signed up, so yes. that's good. So this this is, I was a little confused and did a little yeah. extra research on it. This is a, a phase one, right. but yes. there was nothing. When I went to the city's 2022 budget, yeah. they, it's not phased in budget. It's it's an all or nothing in the yeah. budget. So right. obviously you're looking at a $200,000 state historic grant, right. but Budgeting wise, it hasn't been broken down as to uh, phases. No, it hasn't. And so we kind of, you know, are hoping if if we don't get the state historical fund grant that we can, you know, kind of do this as the first phase and kind of 
put us in a better position with, you know, having maybe, you know, more, a better idea of the, the costs and then go in later for that state historical flood grant. You say a better idea of the costs. You don't have uh, the, the 286,000 in the budget is an estimate. Uh, yes, it was based on GC, a couple of GC's recommendations, but with the cost of building materials right now, it's uh -huh. very difficult to predict what things will cost a year from now. Or maybe both materials and labor are very difficult to predict a year from now. And the state of sort grant has been applied for. Right. But we haven't heard back on it yet. Okay. Do you know when you expect to hear back? I think it is, I'm going to say, end of November. Yes. End of November. So on the phase one, the 86,000 is just coming out of city Correct. budget. Mm -hmm. That's in the 2022 budget where I read it. Right. Um, there's, yeah, there's, there's two grams. There is the 86,000 that is cities. Okay. Yeah, that's what I see. Mm -hmm. um, following the the fact that it's been used for storage um, and there's nothing definite that says it's going to be you know turned into a usable building for the tread the public the whomever i'm a little concerned at putting public because these are public funds right for a building, I just don't want to end up a year from now looking at a building that's storing lawnmowers and picnic tables and right. things of that nature. Also, you know, right. you know, then the question on public use, are we talking an actual ability to be using the interior of the building or is the public benefit, you know, the tread has their walking tours and walks by it will there be is there anything in the budget the state historic or the city's budget for historical signage or like you know is that the the depot like is it the uh you know house and hill lodge the the sulfur springs there's right there's something you know, there. there's nothing on this building other than the little plaque about yeah. that big that tells you that it's right. on the steamboat register but it doesn't yeah. tell you anything about the building. Yeah, and I think that's the idea is that once, you know, once we have it restored, then we would do that interpretation of the building, but we don't have that included in this budget or the, the full restoration budget, but it would it would come after. That was one of the requirements that was made on the uh, moving the Selby house. Mm -hmm was added that yep. there had to be signage put on that building. Right? Yep. Yeah, we talked about with the Selby House about them doing, having tours to the public maybe before they actually moved some employees in for housing and then the possibility of tours in between 
people in there and then also the sign putting that interpretive sign outside right. and i know that was added before the commissioners approved it. yes yep yeah that's one of the requirements that you guys added here before giving your approval for the project okay. Yeah. And that probably should have the same thing here. And then would you envision that being a part, even if we just did the, you know, this initial sort of stabilization phase one project, that then there would be the interpretation going along with that or when we completely finished the restoration? Well, no, I, I think public public benefit just saying science is difficult for me, but I'm I'm supportive of saving, you know, most historic buildings. There's some that I think are beyond saving. Uh, but to you know to say that the signage comes maybe later, depending on how much money we get, uh, is a tough one for me to swallow. Um, and I want to, I, I understand the value of this building. I've looked at the treads pictures and I guess the building was really used back in the right. good old days, um, in your parents' days as, well, a, yeah, no. as a place a kid, to actually we have picnics. And, yeah, we were down there a lot. Yeah. Times have changed a little bit. You know, it's still a usable building and if they can get it up to speed, I'm sure it will be again. Mm -hmm. But. This is public money that we're putting into it, and we have to be cognizant of that before we do any approvals or even recommendations to the Board of County Commissioners. So whatever we come up with here tonight, still up to the County Commissioners to make the final decision. So Jim, are you recommending that we add that stipulation to this? How, how would we handle that? Well, I think we handle it the same way we handle it on the, you know, on the Selby's, uh, that it had to be, you know, appropriately signed and that was still up in question. And, um, you know, that one's, to say they're not near as far along as getting the, the building Resituated and signage put on it. Um, you got. We gave them two years. Yeah. To get the signage. Right. Well, that's what the grant is, and yeah, we gave them two years, but they they were going to have this thing occupied last September. Yeah. And I guess they were late. Just have a, it, yeah. I yeah. just have a concern. I don't want to see. I don't want to see this one in the same situation. Yeah. I want to support. I want to support the. <clears throat> improvements, but I want to make sure there's a public benefit other than just walking around it, looking at the outside. Yeah. Um, part of that in my mind is taken care of by having appropriate signage done on it with, you know, <clears throat> but, you know, there's also in my mind that making, wanting to make sure that it's just not a nicely improved uh, storage building. I'd say go buy a Butler building, put it out at the Right. You know, transit barn, if it's all it's going to be doing is used for storage, It'd be a lot cheaper and, a, you know, a lot stronger. So you know, I, I'm not opposed to this one. 
Um, I just have questions. It just didn't come as a complete submission for me when I started comparing the, the grant request, <clears throat> which I'm assuming you probably wrote Ginger, not Candace, just based on the yeah. way it's, it's not her writing style. I knew that. Um, I just wanted to try to figure out where, where we were going to be. And I know all of this is public money. Uh, the, city's, the city's 86,000 is public money. We all pay that, but I'm looking at the, uh, you know, the grant, the 10,000 grant, you know, which is also public money that we have the responsibility for, or at least the recommended responsibility for Have any answers for that, any of that? Um, well, I mean, I understand the concern that about the, the public benefit. And I would just say that's the plan is to have the public benefit, which we are envisioning could be a rentable space by the public um, use for community events, like something like that. Not, not just for the historic tours, but it would be, be able to be used by the public. Fairly simple inside, but there will be kind of nice store and a few tables and nothing much, but a shelter. A shelter. Right. I mean, you could have, yeah. a, you could have a wedding gown. Right. Birthday party. Yeah. And it could be, you know, just reserved like some of the other cities' yeah. uh, facilities are reserved. That what we discuss right now is not open to the public 24 7, it's locked and controlled. Yes, yeah, we control. So. That seems appropriate to me. Um, and then I'm trying to think if there was another issue in, that I could address. Is there a restroom in that building? There isn't. There is one in the Antioch Land Trust building, the butterfly. Yep. There is one in the bottom of that. Okay. Trust nearby. <laughs> yeah. The plans we have are for the whole. Right. $300,000 project. Mm -hmm. It's not just for this. That's what I yes. right. look at the plans and I'm hard, going, you're not doing I, that for 86,000. You know, have, have with that possibility that we didn't get the state historical fund grant. I just, I wanted it to still be a project that could move forward in phases, you know, so that's kind of why I presented it this way. And so I, I understand it's confusing because it's not, the, it's not the full project. We don't know yet if we have the money to complete that full project next year. But the idea is that we got, you know, the city money and the MOFAB money we can keep this phase next year and then put us in a better position for moving forward. Is that still? Mm -hmm. I think so. Um, Where are you in the state grant process? So you've applied? Yes. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that. I think we'd hear at the end of November. Is the state historical? Do they do specific dates like we do, you know, April and spring and fall, or do they for, um, are they rolling for grants? No, do they just for this do them as they one, come I in? know like the planning ones I think are rolling, but these are uh, the so larger grants. It's different goes, types of grants. It's just okay. once a year. Hmm. Now, I think it used to be 
April and October deadlines. So now it's uh, just the October. So then if we, if we don't get this, you know, don't get funded for the state historical for grant this year, we probably come back then next October for the 2023 project for the full construction of the project. So you're estimating that by the end of November, you're going to know this year, yeah, yay or nay, right? For this year, so that end of year, I guess so, right? And you, you reapply if we don't get it. If we don't get it, we plan to reapply next year. Yeah, there's no guarantee, of course. Questions, discussions, motions. It's almost beyond my comprehension. <laughs> Yeah, it is, you know, it's a project that we had, you know, since we did that historic structure assessment 10 years ago now, it's, it's, you know, for budgetary reasons and, you know, the economic downturn and the COVID, it's, it's just been like, we've been trying to do what we can to keep it, um, you know, from, Stabilized. Stabilized. We, yeah. But it's you know it's 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 a city-owned building that's important to us, um, and it has significance for the community. And we're hoping at some point we can move it forward. And, and um, storage. Yeah. We is really don't like having a garage in the middle of our park. Is this one the city is really motivated to move forward on? And I ask that question because, again, I, I know on the 2022 budget, it was number 38 out of, out yeah. of 63. So it was pretty far down on it. Yeah. And then in the scoring points, you know, it got 58 points out of a total max of 130. It just, I looked yeah. at it and I'm going, there's not much support from, you know, I, I was trying to understand the support yeah. for doing this project from the city. You yeah. Know, I know it, it made it into the, the cutoff. Right. But it's it's down pretty low as far as, you know. I'm really looking for someone to convince me. I mean, I'm, I'm on the... the you know, the cusp, but I want to approve it because I, you know, want the building saved. And I'm just trying to right. understand. Well, like I want to make sure it gets done. I don't want it to end up sitting on a trailer for, sorry, Meg, <laughs> uh, a year waiting for a foundation to be built, which isn't going to happen now until next spring. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, yeah. I think the city's ability to do it typically it would be a lot stronger than Steamboat Mountain Schools to yes. do what they're doing. I agree. But I've known the city to, we all knew the city to cut budgets pretty hard 18 months ago, Yeah. Um, like everyone else. And right. There's unknowns that could happen. But I think if we, you know, if we do get grant funds and if we're, you know, committed to doing that, 
at least for this phase one until we get more funding and then you know well, I, I like the concept and I like the idea of having a building in a park that has the public use factor in it. I think that's, we have to do those, it seems to me sometimes. And I like the idea that it could be used for family gatherings as well as community gatherings, more formal things like weddings. Yeah. Is there a way we could tie it to the state somehow? So that one came the other one. This won't make any difference with your state grant because that's already in. Right. Brian, how critical is this phase one set of improvements to protecting this building for an extra year? Or is it, I mean, it's not in. I, I understand some of those logs are pretty well, you know, cracked and rotted, but I can't, it's got a concrete We replaced fence. several logs two years ago. Yes, they're both there to that for us. Um, the foundation is horrible, the bridge is wrong. Yeah, I can. But that's not going to fall down this year. Yeah. And that is something, I mean, we could come back next year, <clears throat> but we'll be in the same position, I guess. What I would say. Not necessarily. You might have a state grant. You might have a state grant. No. No work's going to happen until next summer. We do have another grant pro process next spring. Oh, you do? Yeah. Next spring. Okay. First week in April is the deadline. Yeah. For that one. It will be difficult to get much done, much construction work done yeah, with the deadline in April way contractors are this year. Right now, they're booking at least a year, if not two years. Well, if you get a state grant at right. the end of November, you'll, you'll start working on getting bids and getting it going. I will get engineering yeah. going immediately. Yes. Right, and then then uh, you could come back to us for the uh, extra money from the office ah, yes. at that time, is what I'm saying. I was thinking we did not get the grants current state grants next year, which will be. I think I'd feel better about it that way, personally. Um, I, 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 I like the idea of the building being saved and used, for sure. That's why I think it's admirable, but um, without the go-ahead from the state grant, you really can't do much without us. With, I mean, with, with the just small grant that we would be able to give, it wouldn't make that much difference in the project, would it? Well, I think it would get us to um, you know, through this phase, first phase project, and we would have time to, you know, bid out and you know, get better numbers. I don't know if you can better, but everyday counts, I guess, is the bottom line. And yeah, there's no guarantee that we'll be able to find contractors to execute this. Of course, even if I do get this, right? I'm sorry. It's sort of a strategic move on your part. Yeah. Yeah. The engineering like that will get done. Uh, breaking it into phases would be helpful. Mm -hmm. In that, please help us with this. We really need this right now. This little piece. Yeah.
but it is only a part of the present. It would not be a usable building. Yeah, sure. After phase one. Right. How will that fit in with the uh, get the 50 stages in the grant? How will that fit in then? Yeah, um, I did not bring the full budget numbers that I had. It would just, so if we got the state historical fund grant as well, that would then, that funding would be used for like the further um, pieces of the project like the facade work, the roof, the windows, recreating those uh, historic pieces that have been lost. Because um, we do have um, original plans that were discovered right. from when the building was built, which is really cool. Like you can see exactly um, how they designed it and um, how it was built exactly. So we have those so we can, um, you know, do a lot to, to make it, you know, go back to that kind of historic era that it was. But that, I would say that, yeah, that would be the state historical fund piece would be all of those pieces of the project. This is more of just like the foundation, um, concrete work, structural reinforcing inside so the roof doesn't come down. Assuming yeah. these numbers come in a lot higher next spring, is the city prepared to for phase one? Yeah, I mean it every year. You know, it's a. I know you can't commit the city, but uh, CIP projects, and then they get, you know, push. they go through the management team, and they, you know, they talk about and they get ranked, and that's why I was concerned about yeah. the ranking. With the, management right. team put on it but it did make it into the budget so that is because there's a lot of projects that don't even right. make it yeah. so there's that <laughs> but i you know yeah um i think it's it's uh, an important project but uh, yeah i don't know what else to say Pete, i'm one in one team and i'm not even sure how i'm going to Say it. Okay. I want to make you know a recommendation okay. to the county commissioners that they proceed that we proceed with this request, but I'm trying to figure out how to include not not a condition of the state historic grant being done because you're doing phase we're only approving phase one. Right. But I want to put some condition in there with regards to signage. Um, it's tough to put anything with public benefit. This is not a Mesa schoolhouse where it can be rented in a position where it can be rented out, at least to public, maybe two, three years in the future, it might be a facility that's put on the rental list like Mesa schoolhouse and community center and depot and some of the others. Um, so I don't know how. So let me think. You, you... You want to have the signs there like this. I want to put some condition that within, again, maybe it's the same 
within two years mm -hmm. um, that there is signage, you know, the appropriate uh, descriptive signage that, you know, someone who's not on the tread walking to it can right. read enough. And, and I, you know, I'm thinking that yeah. the Sulphur Springs signs, right. you know, they're not great detail on the Sulphur Springs right. signs, but if someone walks up from who lives in wherever, they can at least understand what yeah. they're looking at. That would be a few thousand dollars. Yeah. I mean, we could budget for that at 23. We didn't budget more than 22, but I could definitely improve for 2023. Even whether the building is printable at that point or not, we could establish signage outside. Yeah. And I'm not trying to tie you down to size and descriptions. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, that's why I say appropriate. Mm -hmm. My definition of appropriate may be totally different than your definition. And I think we probably follow what we've done for some of the other buildings. Yeah, yeah that's why. I'm, and, yeah. yeah, something like that. Okay, I'll, I'll jump in there and try okay. to make a proposal. Go for it. Let's see what happens. I'm just, Proposing that we recommend to the county commissioners that they approve the uh, request, the ten thousand uh, dollar request for mop up funds uh, to match the uh, city's matching of eighty six thousand dollars for eighty six yeah eighty six thousand uh, for phase one work uh, and with the understanding that appropriate uh, signage with regards to the history of the building uh, be done by uh, 2023. The money's already out there, but so you may or may not do it, but at least there's some. Okay. I will second that. <laughs> we'll second that, okay. Any further discussion? Questions, details. Kendra, is it clear what I, I'm not sure mm -hmm. I said it clearly what a Yeah, so commissioners. Uh, approval and recommendation to the county commissioners to accept the motion with um, the stipulation of an interpretive sign being posted by the end of 2023. And I'll mirror the um, recommendation to the commissioners on that to be the same as what we did for the Selby cabin. Yeah. Something. And did you say end of 2023? Yes. Big fall grant, so 2023, okay. so two years, basically two yeah. years out. And uh, again, uh, you heard earlier, but let's go ahead and see it. We have a motion and it's been seconded. Is there any further discussion? Let's uh, have a, a vote. So all in favor say yes. 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 Okay, so that passes. So uh, on November 9th, we'll be have a meeting with the uh, county commissioners and our recommendation will go forward to them. One of us will be there to do that, myself probably. Um, and I would recommend that you be at the meeting. Okay. And so that'll be November 9th at 1040. Does that work for you? Yeah. And do you think a half hour is long enough for you? November 9th, coming right up. Yeah. Yeah, I would think. Yeah, half hour should be fine with okay. two, just these two grants. Um,
And then just so you guys all know, we do our BCC meetings, they are hybrid. So okay. you will have the option to attend virtually if you want to. Okay. All right. And I'll send you the calendar invites for that later this week. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. I really Thank you. appreciate it. All right, uh, next meeting date. Uh, we would be looking at January 25th. That is the fourth Tuesday in January. Otherwise, January 18th would be the third Tuesday. As far as I know, I have no plans on either one of those dates. Okay, great. <laughs> January, January, either the 18th or the 25th. So the 18th is right after the Martin Luther King weekend. I don't know if there'll be people out of town for that or not. Do I do the 25th then? Let's try the 25th. Okay. 6 p.m. on January 25th. <laughs> And then, do you guys want to keep with the same format to do both in person or virtual? Because that'll still be winter. So I think it seems like it's working out pretty well, okay. especially with this new screen and everything. It looks mm -hmm. great. Okay. I've enjoyed watching Nita's uh, fish in the background. <laughs> she had a big aquarium behind her. I was watching the fish. So oh, that is. Oh. Can't see, can't see it now, but it oh. was all lit up. Okay. Yeah, that's like it worked really well. Okay. Okay, so uh, that concludes our meeting. Yes. Before we go, can we introduce ourselves and uh, identify which district we're from? Because oh, of course. Why don't you start, Alan? Okay, I'm Alan Bonnefield, and I represent the. Where are you? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I'm the Napa at large representative. Yeah, yeah, I think that, so let me double check. So, no, I think that's right. And my South route. Yes. I'm the South route uh, at large. Yampa area district. Yes. Okay. My name is Mike Lewis, and I live in Yampa, and I represent South Route. At large, Commissioner District Number One, officially. So the way these districts are laid out, it's, it's fire districts within the county. That's the way that this uh, whole board operates. So you know, I'm I'm, my, I'm people there, and I represent the Steamboat area and Jim. Is it fire districts or school districts? Fire districts, I'm pretty it's, sure. Well, it's actually museum districts. Well, we, we formed the so museum yours, district. So yours, Springs district, yeah, thread of Pioneers district. Oh, oh, it is, okay. But the funds so we, were, they, we, we, I thought we set them up over fire districts. Well, the funds were set up for I have these because like the, Michelle's position as the North Route Area District times Peak Historical District. Yeah. So that's how, and the open position is Oak Creek Fixburg Fund District. When we first set it up, we were trying to make it as equal as we could. And, mm -hmm. and because of the taxing, the way the taxing districts work, 
I thought I thought it was fire districts, but Jim says he thinks it might be school districts. It's definitely school districts. But, oh. but, well, but if I will do some research and I'll get back to you guys on that. Okay, thank you. Because like Jim, for your position, it says Seaboat Springs Area District, Tread of Pioneers District. And then there's the Hayden Heritage District. All right. But the funding is but, maybe the, the dollars are distributed based on the fire district. Yeah. That's as to what I'm goes saying. to, or, I'm sorry, the school districts. Yeah. As to what goes to each yeah. museum. Yeah, because oh. Hans Peak would still be Steamboat during the school district. Yeah, we don't yeah. have a school district. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. no North Route School Correct. District. Correct. That's why, that's why oh. I think we did it by a fire district. But find out for sure. We'll okay. figure that out. <laughs> the mystery. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh well. It's only been around for 20 some years, so memories fade. Okay, so um, well no, you start there. Let's go to Jim and Michelle. Oh yeah, go ahead. Well, Pete, Pete said, you know, I'm Steamboat, uh, the tread district. Steamboat Springs Area District Tread Pioneers. Right. Okay. <laughs> and Michelle. I'm Michelle Smoker and I live in North Route and I am the Hans Peak Area District. Is that right? Yep. Okay, and Jen and I live just down the road from each other. That's true. <laughs> Do you live in Hot Creek? I live in Willow Creek. In Willow Creek. Yeah. And then Kendra, oh, who's off? So, um, Day and Holly, West Road Area District, Hayden Heritage District. Is she, she's just not here or she's off? No, she is just not here. Okay. okay. And then we've got um, Becky is at large commissioner district number two. And then we have openings for the Oak Creek Fixburg Fund District and an opening for at-large commissioner district number three, which is the Steamboat Springs area. Is that number three district? District number uh, two is Hayden and North Route Commissioner District three is have we been advertising about those a little bit? We did, and that's how Michelle came to be on the board. And um, Jen is going to do some more postings on social media to try again to get those two Great. extra positions. That would be very helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the ads in the paper cost about $700. Right. So we've gotten away from doing that. They don't seem to be that productive. Um, um, but the Facebook ads are working, obviously. So. Great. Yeah. Well, welcome, The pilot doesn't do a, the online, like if you do an ad with them, it's in the paper, their hard copy and the online, or is it less if you just go online? Mm -hmm. You know, that I don't know. I just know that I got so frustrated at being charged so much, I stopped asking. <laughs> so, yeah. Nuts. Not in the budget. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Nice to have you. Quick question. So, you guys do prefer that we close out a grant before we ask for another one? I mean, is there a policy on that? No, I, don't, I, no. I don't think that's what? true. Mm -mm. Are you saying a different grant entirely, or are you saying? Like, no, a different one entirely. Oh no, I, there's there's no limit. Hayden's had two or three, four okay. open at the same time. I, okay. You know, I, Bring them on. You got different projects, <laughs> and I, I have some ideas. <laughs> <laughs> That's a scary term. What did you say? <laughs> Cool. Thank you. Okay, entertain a motion. I move we adjourn. 
Second that. Second. Okay. All in favor say yes. Yes. Seven fourteen. Well done. Thanks, everyone. West is North route is R two, which is Steamboat is R two also. Definition. Yeah. 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 Yeah